On October 4th, 2011, a man was released after spending 25 years in a United States prison for a crime he didn't commit. Can you imagine? 25 years in a detention center, surrounded by negativity, almost no contact with the outside world, let alone family or friends, all for a crime that you didn't do. It's almost too much to bear just thinking about it. Yet in many ways, this is our life. Not physically, of course, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Why is it that we frequently attribute qualities and characteristics to others that simply aren't true? We look at someone, whether they're familiar to us or a complete stranger, and we make assumptions and opinions about them. We judge them. We don't only do this to others, even worse, we do this to ourselves. We tell ourselves things about our own lives that simply aren't true. Often these false presumptions of others and ourselves are based on the opinion of colleagues, professionals, friends, society, the media, and anyone else who feels the need to tell us what we should think, what we should do, who we are, and who we should be. I do believe it is important to have people in your life who can help direct you and give advice when it's appropriate. People who aren't afraid to tell you what you need to know. But I'm talking about everything else. The suggestions that you didn't ask for, the advice that is repetitively given, the not-so-subtle hint that you don't really know what you're doing, and if you would just change this small thing about yourself, you would be that much more successful. We don't realize the power behind our words and the weight that language carries. A criticism here and a comment there can leave a person feeling drained and hurt. When it happens too much, we begin to actually believe the words of others and become our own worst enemy. Thoughts start to race through our minds. Maybe I'm not that smart. Perhaps I should be a better parent. Maybe I am wasting my time applying for that job. Two maybes and a perhaps, and before long we find ourselves behind bars, living in a prison of false self-esteem and a mistaken identity. And as we sit in our own despair, the truth becomes more faded, our aspirations slowly fall away, and our perception of reality tears in two. In this week's Parsha, Shoftim, Moshe appoints judges and law enforcement officers in every city to help the people understand how to live, maintain a commitment to teach the laws without distorting them, and to pursue a life of justice. But what does it mean to judge others? There is a powerful verse in Proverbs that states, As water mirrors the face to the face, so does the heart of man to man. Rishnir Zalman of Liadi, the first Chabad Rebbe, explains that this means that a person should endeavor to love his fellow abundantly which will ensure that he, in turn, will reflect his love towards himself. It is okay to help others by giving a suggestion to someone, and is encouraged to motivate others to do their best, but there is a way to do it. The Baal Shem Tov teaches that when a person dies and they are standing before the heavenly tribunal, they are shown a movie of their life. However, they don't know that they are watching themselves. The person is asked to give judgment on how the person lived their life. Only after they have given their verdict does the person find out that they are judging themselves. So the more accustomed we are to judging others favorably, the more likely we are to look at ourselves in a positive light. So don't rebuke, gently suggest. Don't condescend, but offer your expertise with sensitivity. Don't judge, rather recognize that there are multiple paths to the same goal. So give someone a helping hand, compliment them on their abilities, and commend them for who they are. Take a look in the mirror today and give yourself a compliment. Recognize the amazing effort that you're making to be your best self. Your words and actions can liberate others, and you'll be surprised at how amazing being free feels. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.